Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Here are some of the top stories we're following. California is confronting a $68 billion state budget deficit, according to the Legislative Analyst's Office. One big reason for it, a decline in expected tax revenue. A decline so severe, it's being compared to what happened to the state during the bursting of the dot-com bubble and the Great Recession. The deficit will likely force cuts in state services. One cushion could be the so-called rainy day fund of reserve money the state has set aside for fiscal emergencies. In Monterey County, supervisors have approved a plan on how to allocate $20 million in state relief funds for the community of Pajaro. It's the town that was flooded back in March. The county's Office of Emergency Services had originally planned for $6 million to go to individual and economic recovery, but supervisors voted this week to up that total to $10 million. The plan will also address long-term recovery needs in Pajaro. More than 70,000 Californians are still waiting on support from the state's COVID-19 rent relief program, and now that program could run out of money before it pays out the remaining eligible applicants. CalMatters housing reporter Ben Christopher explains. The state has said that there's roughly $171 million left to be spent on this program. If you look at the average payout of roughly $12,000 per person, that's almost certainly not enough to cover every last qualified application. State housing officials have said that this program was never meant to cover every last qualified person, but that does contradict something the state housing officials said earlier in the pandemic when they told the public that as long as they applied by March 2022, every last qualified applicant would be approved. That's Cal Matters' Ben Christopher. Heavier-than-expected snow is falling this week in the Lake Tahoe area, with some places getting over a foot of powder. That, of course, is great news for ski resorts who were worried this year's ski season was getting off to a slow start. With more, here's the California Report's Billy Cruz. The recent snowfall is allowing some resorts, like Sierra at Tahoe, to open earlier than expected. Shelby Dunlap is the communications manager for Sierra at Tahoe. She says the resort relies on natural snowfall. Coming up to the mountain this morning and actually seeing our mountain covered in snow is super exciting. So I think our snow dances are starting to pay off and we're super excited to get the season rolling this Saturday. Heavenly Mountain Resort has a snowmaking machine, but communications manager Cole Zimmerman says people prefer the real deal. Getting that natural snowfall helps really create a base where we can start opening more runs and getting more of the mountain open for people. It definitely brings out the powder hounds and people are excited to get to the mountain and ski. Other resorts say the snowfall will allow for more slopes to open and hopefully bring more people. For the California Report, I'm Billy Cruz. 
Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hi there, I'm Randad Fettah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. Let's turn now to the story of two California cities and two prisons. One city is Blythe on the border of California and Arizona. It's home to the Chuckawalla Valley State Prison. Since the lockup first opened in 1988, Chuckawalla has become synonymous with Blythe, with the prison creating hundreds of local jobs and helping to pump lots of dollars into Blythe's economy. But last year, the state decided to close Chuckawalla as it seeks ways to cut spending and reduce California's prison population. Population. The closure news caught Blythe residents by surprise. How we found out about it was rumors through the prison. We were never consulted about this, never brought into the loop. That's Blythe Mayor Joseph DeKoenig. He told me the closure of Chuckawalla will be a huge blow to his remote community of 18,000 residents that has few other economic prospects. It's a disaster. I don't know how to put it. It's like your town. If you took the biggest employer out of your town, If you're a real big town, no big deal. But if you're a small town, take a big employer out, it hurts. Ah, but Mayor DeKoenig has a solution, and it involves another city, another prison, and another mayor 200 miles to the west of Blythe. My name is Robin Grunmeyer. I am currently serving as the mayor of Norco, California. Like Blythe, Mayor Grunmeyer's community is also home to a state prison. It's called the California Rehabilitation Center, or CRC. But unlike Blythe, suburban Norco wants its prison closed, and the sprawling property it sits on turned into something else. Maybe a resort destination or a hip retail complex. Think Lululemon stores or farm-to-table restaurants instead of cell blocks. If the state were to vacate that property, that could really drive some economic development, not only for Norco, but for the Inland Empire region. So what you're saying, Mayor, is unlike Blythe, no prison in Norco is better than having a prison. Absolutely, yes. So Norco, the city that wants its state prison closed, and Blythe, the city that doesn't, have joined forces to solve their problems. Their solution? Convince the state to just swap the prisons it wants to close. Norco's CRC instead of Blythe's Chuckawalla. It's in the best interest for each of our respective communities. If Blythe can keep the prison and we can close ours, you know, we really do see it as a win-win. Now the challenge facing Norco and Blythe is to get the attention of officials in Sacramento so the cities can make their prison pitch. 
Meredith Koenig and Blythe says so far, getting into the right room with the right people, like the director of the Department of Corrections or Governor Newsom, just hasn't panned out. The key component is we gave the state, I think, a damn good solution. They can still close the prison, but we gave them an option. We're trying to work with them to get their problem solved, and we're trying to get our problem solved. But the clock is ticking. Blythe's Chuckawalla prison is expected to be fully closed by this time next year. And that is this edition of the California Report for Friday, December 8th, where a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Brendan Willard, Jim Bennett, and Seal Muller. Our producers are Billy Cruz, welcome to the show, Billy, and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our vice president of news is Ethan Tobin-Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great Friday. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and adult and children's health systems working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. Paint Care, now with more than 850 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at PaintCare.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy works to create a cleaner, healthier, more secure world for all. On the web at theschmidt.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.